This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. I'm Bruce Dean, and this is Paul Bunyan Country. Well, we're checking back in with Eric Osberg of Otter Tail Country. Eric, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Kev. How's the fishing been for you lately? Uh, uh, I, ha- I haven't done a ton of fishing <laughs> lately, unfortunately. No. Um, I, 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 I coach uh, junior high football, and I know that's not terribly important in the grand scheme of things, but it, uh, it takes up quite a bit of my fishing time, if you will. So I, I, I kind of trade uh, fishing for football in the fall. What what's been the word uh, for the Otter Tail Country Lakes? So water temps are in the high fifties, uh, fifty seven, fifty eight, uh, getting close to fifty five. Um, so so we're we're kind of right there as far as the fall bite is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of my buddies ran an Olson a lockjaw guide service. He's a he's a musky guy. And so he's been in musky mode for the past few weeks, and they're having quite a bit of success, mostly using live bait, uh, big suckers under bobbers, and and that's kind of the theme across the board. Uh, I, I talked with another guy, uh, a guide, Cody Hill of Chill Guide Service, and he was out recently. And they, they, they found a school of crappies, but it was, it was hard to stay on them. The, the crappies were so spooky. Um, but th- then they found some smallmouth, and they didn't have any minnows with them at that time. And they, they just couldn't get the, the, the smallmouth to go. Uh, same thing, same thing with walleyes. I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of plastics or artificials or, you know, whether it's cranks or stick baits or, or, jigging a plastic but this time of year uh it's it's probably a really good idea to have some minnows in the boat because those fish are are fattening up for uh, a long cold winter so uh like it to, like i said water temps are in the mid 50s and and fish are big big fish are feeding mostly on on live bait okay well um the the overall year. Give me a review of the overall year, ten thousand foot view. How was fishing in Otter Tail Country? In the beginning of the year, it was lights out. It was absolutely lights out. I I Otter Tail Lake, and we've talked a lot about Otter Tail Lake, but it's a big lake, thirteen fourteen thousand acres. It's literally a walleye factory. Early in the year, Otter Tail was on fire. And, and, you know, a jig and a minnow bite or a jig and a plastic bite. Uh, my buddy Randon and I fished in a tournament, and, and it, was, it was awesome. Um, we were actually sight fishing for walleyes in that tournament. We'd, we'd both be on the – both be standing up, and you could, you could see them. So the beginning, you know, opener until mid-June was – lights out and then and then the summer got kind of goofy like the, the the weather patterns got a little bit goofy and 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 it was a little bit more uh you know spread out fish weren't and and that's fairly normal right like mm-hmm. fish are fish are congregated in the spring and then they spread out but it just it seemed it seemed a little 
goofier than most years, I suppose. Um, I, I have I don't, I have no I have no nothing to attribute it to. Um, it was a you know dry summer, so so water levels might have had something to do with it. Weed growth in different areas, things of that nature. But um, so summer got you know the the open water season got off to a great start. We kind of hit a we kind of hit a, a funky patch in the middle. And then here at the fall, it seems to be coming together again with, with what would be considered a more traditional bite. All right. Well, um, it is the time of year when you're supposed to have a good action. On the other hand, we are actually just really getting into a fall bite now or in, in the weather pattern that would indicate a fall bite is coming. It was an unbelievably warm September. It was, yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, and it's all, you know, well, I wouldn't say it's all water temp related. A lot of it is uh, uh, light related. You know, I know especially in the springtime, the the DNR there's a there's a hatchery in in Ottertail County, um, and so I always you know go to that in the spring and talk with the DNR, and 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 you know the conversation is always about water temp, and they say, well, there's water temp, but there's also the amount of sunlight, and so as the days get shorter, or in the spring as the days get longer fish kind of react to that there's a there's a fancy word with the photo something i can't remember what the word is but uh there's a there's a fancy word to describe that but you're exactly right september was uh very warm um you know even today is going to be in the the mid to upper 50s it's getting cool it's getting cool at night you know we've had some high 20s at night as far as air temp goes um so the water is cooling down uh, if if we're not at mid fifties today, water temp wise, we should be with these cool long nights. We should be in the mid fifties here, pretty quick. Yeah. Um, well, uh, what usually is? I mean, you know, we know walleyes wake up. We know you know northerns are always going. Muskies are, are great in the fall. Um, pretty much every fish is biting good in the fall. It is, and I, I, and and maybe you and I spend more time talking about muskies than than we should, but <laughs> but I, but muskies are this. If you're ever gonna catch a muskie, you know muskies are hard to catch, right? They're mm-hmm. hard to target. They're hard to catch. Fish at ten thousand casts, all that stuff. But if you're ever gonna catch a muskie, fall can be the 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 best time to do it. And and if if you if you've never sucker rigged or, or or bobber fished for for muskies it's it's a much more leisurely approach you know in the summer you're you're slinging bucktails you're slinging big heavy baits you're casting and casting and casting and then uh in the fall you've got a bobber 15 20 feet behind the boat and you're just cruising around at, at a mile an hour and covering ground and those fish um they're they're putting on the feed bag, and so uh, I, I I you know the the next fish that I probably will target will be muskies um, or walleyes. Uh, there's you know there's a lot of big walleyes. The other thing that happens is the crappies start to congregate. You know they're they're again we kind of talked about it early in the year. A lot of fish are grouped up. Well, right now crappies are grouping up and they're in in basins and. Getting wetter, getting ready for their their winter habit or their winter habits, and so if you can find a school of crappies, and there's 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 some lakes with giant crappies in Ottertail County, 13, 14, dare I say, 15 inch crappies, 
Um, I guess bluegills are, are similar in that respect. Um, and then, of course, I, smallmouth bass are, are, are getting together, too. So um, this, this isn't Ottertail County. The, the, but one of my favorite bites of in, in the state, in, on the Mississippi River in Little Falls, uh, the, the smallmouth start to congregate uh, down towards the dam, right, right in basically downtown Little Falls. And, and if there's any smallmouth fans out there and if they're looking for a road trip um, or if they're in the central Minnesota area, it's, it, it, it can be an absolute phenomenal. If you time it right, it can be silly how, how many big smallmouth you can catch on the mm. Mississippi River. Um, and, 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 and it can be a blast. And, again, it's that, it's that same thing. It's live bait rigging with a, with a sucker minnow or a creek chub or, or a red tail and you're just uh you're just kind of bouncing that thing around on the bottom so um locally in otter tail county the, the the fish that that i'm probably going to target next would be a muskie and then next on the list would be walleyes and then next on the list would be would be crappies okay um and then it's ice fishing season already <laughs> right uh don't don't remind me um <laughs> I, I and I, I feel yeah like I said I'm kind of strapped for for free time at the moment but I I do want to try to get out in the boat at least a, a handful of more times before ice fishing season comes and that's you know the, every year it, it you know the start date for that every year is a little bit different but it's not uncommon for us to be on ice uh, right around Thanksgiving so we're 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 not. You know, we're a little over a month away from the possibility of, of ice fishing, and that and that that early ice, while while dangerous and 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 you know, re- requiring a lot of extra precautions, um, as long as you do it intelligently and safely, that can be a, a, a phenomenal bite too. Yeah. Um, how about hunting in your neck of the woods? Hunting is great. Um, with all the water that we have, and, and, and again, I've said it before, but I'll say it again, we, you know, we have 1,048 lakes in Ottertail County. There's, there's countless ponds and sloughs. And so the, the reports that I've been getting is that duck numbers are good. Um, I've got a few buddies that have spent a lot of time in the, in the duck blind this fall, and they're, they're reporting good numbers, like more birds than, than they've seen lately. Uh, the, the goose hunting is is phenomenal too especially if you get over towards that fergus falls area there's a lot of uh there's a lot of premier goose hunting there's there's outfits um there's outfits that are that are set up with with pits and and you can go and you can rent a pit for a half a day and and you kind of you know you 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 get the four-star treatment and you get to sit in warmth, and somebody's cooking breakfast, and you have coffee on a on a stove, and you're underground, and and you can, you know, fill out on on uh, on geese. And as far as the the deer are concerned, um, we our our deer population in Ottertail County is strong. Uh, we have a lot of big bucks. Uh, again, it kind of goes back to the water, but around here, some some people call them swamp donkeys. There's there's a lot of deer that live in and around the, the the swamps and they get 
really, really big. So we've kind of got that perfect mixture because you know the, the, we've got the perfect mixture of habitat. You've got you've got cornfields, right? Mm-hmm. Cornfields, bean fields. There's, so there's all sorts of food for the for the deer to eat, and then there's cover as well. So um, deer hunting is is I, I, I again I sound like a salesman, but it, it's pretty hard to beat Ottertail County when it when it comes to to big buck hunting. Uh, there are other counties that have you know scored bigger bucks or or, or whatever, but you'd be amazed at some of the size of the bucks that you see come out of uh, Ottertail County. Eric Ottertail, my Eric Osberg, my guest today on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, talking all things Ottertail Country. Up next, we'll talk a little bit more on hunting. Hi, this is Scott Mockentune. You're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. While the ladies don't find Kev Jackson and I handsome, the fish find us irresistible. Speak for yourself, Mockentune. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfasts. Visit Bemidji one step further. I'm Chuck Hassey of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. Eric Osberg of Ottertail Country is my guest today. We've been talking fishing, we've talked a little deer hunting, and do you have any pheasant down there? There's a few. There's a few. I mean, I I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't load up the family and load up the dog and come down for a pheasant trip, but if you were in the area and you happen to have all of your stuff, I mean, they're, you know, down towards the southern part of the, of the county, the Ashby area, the Parker's Prairie area, and then again, even over towards that, that southwestern corner, the, the Fergus Falls area, there are pheasant for sure. You see them. Um, they're just, not, it's not, you know, like southern Minnesota type of pheasant. And then, and then the other bird, you know, grouse, right? Um, you guys up there, I don't know what the grouse population is up there, but but again, with with without that lack of a, a deep north woods, the the, the grouse um, aren't necessarily as plentiful, um, but they they are there, right? Like we'll be out walking, and uh, and uh, you know we'll see and hear 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 grouse for sure. So they're they're around, they're just not like quite that plentiful. If I was if I was looking for a hunting trip. Um, deer would be deer deer or waterfowl would be at the top of the list those are those are kind of the main two sure critters that uh that we're known for i guess do you do much hunting i do more fishing than hunting i do i i grew up i i loved grouse hunting mm-hmm. growing up um and i spent a lot of time in duluth i lived in duluth for a while and so we would go up the North shore and we would get on a logging trail and, and we would, you know, explore those woods up in the, in the, in the arrowhead region, so to speak. So I love, given a choice, I would, I would prefer grouse hunting. Um, done a little bit of duck hunting in my day. Um, and, um, and, and I have deer hunted, but, but it's not, it's not a thing. Fall, fall, Fall is my favorite time to be on the water, and I know I said I haven't been much lately, but 
it is absolutely my favorite time to be on the water. There's and there's a number of reasons. Number one is everybody else is hunting. Right. Right. So so that that pressure that you run into or that those boats that are on your spots, they're in the woods or in the field. Um, the other thing is there's no mosquitoes or the bugs are gone. Right. So you can you you, you don't have to deal with that. Um, I'm I'm even though I prefer open water fishing to ice fishing, I'm more of a cold weather guy than a warm weather guy. So those you know ninety degree days with the sun beating down on you, those those don't happen in the fall either. So, um, so I I have hunted, I do hunt, but if I had a choice between hunting and fishing in the fall, I would uh, take fishing any day of the week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> do you have any? I mean, you, you mentioned Otter Tail Lake. Do you, do you yeah. have any particular lakes that, that seem to be, you know, just go-tos for the fall, maybe more than they are for summer, even spring? Well, there, there's kind of the, you know, I don't know if there's the big three or four or five or whatever the number might be, but if, you know, you've got Otter Tail, which is the largest lake, and that's arguably has the most walleyes in it, gives you the best chance for a good day on walleyes. Uh, you've got Big Pine, which is right next to Purim, which again is is a, is a good multi-species lake. Uh, you've got Star, you've got Dead, and then as you, as you go up towards the northwest corner, you've got uh, Lida and Pelican. And the the thing that I like about Lida is is it's got a good healthy smallmouth population. Mm-hmm. Ottertail Ottertail has smallmouth too, but they're 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 not as plentiful. They're big. Like I I think my biggest smallmouth out of otter tail is like 19 and a half inches there's there's a lot of big smallmouth in otter tail there's just not a ton of ton of them but um lida you know lida again is a great multi-species lake there's walleyes there's there's smallmouth there's crappies bluegills bass all that stuff so um those are the those are the big four or five um and if and and again maybe i've bored you with this before but but otter tail star and dead they're 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 connected. You, they're not navigable. You can't boat from one to the other. You could probably canoe, but there's twenty five thousand acres of water between those three lakes. And wow. so um, there was a there was a there was a bass tournament that was a championship that was just held on Star here in in I can't remember if it was early September, late late August, but um, there was a lot of guys catching a lot of bass. Some of them struggled to find the, the the really big ones, but there were there were five pound, you know, a lot of four and five pound bass getting caught. So, um, and each of those lakes that I described, Star, Dead, and and Ottertail, are all kind of different. Star has a lot of, and Dead does too, has a lot of that wild rice, shallow water type area, um, and and an Ottertail is more of a completely open. Um, almost i'm not saying it's a reservoir but it's, mm-hmm. it's it's got that reservoir vibe to it you got water coming in water going out big huge flats all over the place and so um if you're if you're a crank puller if you like to pull cranks uh, otter tail is it, it it provides you that the thing the reason i like to pull cranks on otter tail is is it's flat i mean not the whole lake but you have large flats in the middle of the lake that that top out at seven feet of water and you can just literally go back and forth and just cover that whole you know it it would take a long time to cover an entire flat but whether you're covering edges or or flats um 
you can go straight, I guess is what I'm saying. You can put your put your cranks out, go straight, and just try to find the fish. And when you find them, then, then you turn around and do it again. So. <laughs> All right. General wisdom for those of us going fishing this weekend, whatever lake it is, where on the lake should we be looking for fish, and what do we need to have in the boat with us? Well, you need to have minnows, number one. Whether, you know, again, whether it's sucker minnows or creek chubs or, or, or rainbows or, or whatever, I, I, I would start, I, I would, if I was looking for walleyes, I would start shallow. That's, I'm kind of a one trick pony, but, but that's, that's, that's where I would start. Um, and if you're, you know, if you're running, if you're run if you're live bait rigging, you know, you're working that break. So when I say shallow, I mean, you know, 13, 14, 15, you know, just try to go up and down that break to, to see if they're there. Um, if they're up on top, uh, you know, then you can just pull cranks through there and maybe that'll trigger a bite. If I was crappie fishing, I'd be looking at, at basin areas, deeper water next to adjacent to uh, uh, weeds um, or, or their summer haunts. But those those crappies again, they're they're starting to school up, and and that school can travel pretty far. So, if I was crappie fishing, I'd be you know searching those those basin areas looking for for larger pods of fish. Uh, if I was musky fishing, I'd just be definitely pulling bobbers with big suckers uh, in that 12 to 16 feet of water just off of the weed edges or or in the weed edges on the deep side of that. Um, and, and, and just, again, constantly move, you know, the, the one thing that, that I think people misunderstand about bobber fishing for, for muskies is you're not sitting still. You're, you're, you're using your trolling motor to, to cover water at a, you know, a mile an hour or 1.2, but so you just kind of get on the edge and you just start dragging suckers. Uh, West Battle, you would ask for a lake. West Battle is probably has the biggest muskies in Ottertail County. Uh, Pelican has muskies. Beers has muskies. Uh, Clitheroe has muskies. But but West Battle is a is a is a I guess I'll call it a trophy muskie lake. And the cool thing about West Battle is it's it's next to the town of Battle Lake, and it's such a cool town. There's dozens of restaurants. There's places to eat. There's things to do. Glendalow State Park is right there. And so if you're looking for a family trip, not necessarily a, a, a fishing trip, but a, hey, let's all go do fun things and spend a little time fishing, Battle Lake is a, is a great community to, to spend time in. And, and if you want to try to catch a muskie, that, uh, that's, a, that's a good place to do it. All right. Before we wrap it up, Eric, uh, do you have time for a Fast Five? I always have time <laughs> for a Fast Five. That's my favorite part. <laughs> that's why I have to save it to the end. Exactly. <laughs> All right, here it is. Fast Five with Eric Osberg. What's up? Fast Five. Question number one. Are you a pop drinker? Yes, I am. What Diet is Coke. Diet, Diet Coke. Solid. Okay. All day long. I, like, like I, I have a problem, Kev. Like, ask, ask my friends and family. Like, I have a Diet Coke problem. So, yes, I am a, a soda pop drinker for sure. Okay. Well, in that case, then if you're if you're if you're mainlining uh, Diet Coke, you probably aren't drinking much coffee then. No, I am not a coffee guy. It hurts my tummy. I don't know why. It just okay. hurts my stomach. So, so I, I go with Diet Coke instead. All right. Question number three. 
If he's in it, you're going to it. What? Who is your favorite actor? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is argue. I think Will Ferrell is the funniest, one of the funniest people on the planet. And so, I'm a I'm a big Anchorman fan. Anchorman one, Anchorman two, Ron Burgundy. Uh, Elf is my favorite holiday movie because of Will Ferrell. So I guess uh, Will Ferrell is is my answer to that. He, he's brilliant in Elf. Yes, absolutely. Actually, Stranger Than Fiction is one of my favorite movies. Period. Yeah, that's 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 a good one too. A little a little deep, right? Yeah. Like you you got to be in the mood for it. It's a little a little deep, but no, it's, it's anything that Will Ferrell touches uh, is. Is pure gold. Blades of Glory, Blades of Glory. <laughs> yeah, you know, Step, but Step Brothers. Like the list goes on and on. So I, okay. I, I Will Ferrell makes me laugh. <laughs> I, I like to laugh. So Will Ferrell is my guy. All right. Question number four. Going back to your high school days, who was your high school celebrity crush? Ooh, that's a, another really good question. I could say I could I could say my first crush. I, this wasn't in high school because I'm not that old. Yeah. But my first crush was Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that poster. I had that poster. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> like so that was that was my first celebrity crush was was Farrah Fawcett. And and who was it? Who was it in high school? I I don't I don't know who it was in high school. So okay. I'm gonna have to go with Farrah Fawcett. But that's that, 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 that would have been mine, so that's cool. All right, question number five, and, and I'm assuming you're old enough to have watched it in reruns. That's, that's how I watched it in reruns. But uh, the question is, Ginger or Marianne? Ooh. Uh, I, I, ginger. I'm, I'm going to have to go with Ginger. Um, I, 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 I get the I get the, uh, I get the both. I get both of them, but um, <laughs> I, I, as a as a younger person, I it's ginger. Okay. Yep, I'm gonna go with ginger. All right, hundred percent Marianne for me. But oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I can see that. Well, she'd go fishing with you, Eric. Probably. Probably. <laughs> All right, Eric Osberg from Otter Tail Country joining us like he always does. Uh, Eric, uh, thanks for your time today. And, hey, anybody who's interested in the lakes you have available, the things you have available going on in Otter Tail Country, uh, where's a good place for them to check out info? They can find their inner otter at ottertaillakescountry.com. All right, Eric, thanks for being here today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hey, before we wrap it up, I'd like to take a moment and congratulate Eric Osberg and his team. They won an Emmy their docu-series called Rural by Choice won a Midwest Emmy for Lifestyle Long-Form Content. So congratulations to my frequent guest, Emmy Award-winning Eric Osberg and his team. Bob Bunyan.